Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world. And welcome to the back row from what I watch tonight. My name is still Matt Hudson and this is a show where anything to do with movies is the subject and I'm either joined by a guest or I do it solo. So joining me in the back row tonight is me again, just me. And tonight I'm going to be diving into the 2019 Academy Award nominations released extremely recently. In this time of recording, about six hours ago, in times of listening, yesterday. So, either way, not long ago. So, it's always it's always a source of debate, certainly in the social media boom and the world we live in now, on what movies deserve this or that. We get the snubs, the howlers, uh, and the surprises. But it's always also one of the most exciting times of the year for movie fans. And whether you hold any stock in the awards, or any, or not, it is still enjoyable to see what the Academy have chosen, even if it's just a chance for us to moan and bitch about it. Thus, in tonight's show, I am going to be running through the major categories, nearly all of them, uh, and given my pick for the win, so who I would like to see win out of the nominations, but also who I realistically think will win, who the Academy have chosen in spite of what I think. So, now if you've got any that you agree with or disagree with, drop me a line on the socials or via the website, and I'm going to give all the details at the end of the show, as always, so now, without any further, to run down the categories and nominations, it's me again. Yeah, just me. Once more with feeling, guys. Marvellous. Now, first up is animated feature, which is always a fun category, as the nominations are usually excellent. And the Boss Baby too, which was crap, but it still got in there. Um, so the nominees, what I thought, I feel all important now, the nominees were... Yeah, Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, and for me, Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse should win. Just because, well first it's the best animated film of twenty of the last year, so fight me if you don't agree with me. But also it broke boundaries in animation. It was a different type of animated movie. Plus the fact that it was just a bloody good film in general. But it's... It's a tough one because it's a toss-up between Spidey and Incredibles 2. It's a Pixar film. It's a sequel to a beloved movie in, well, Incredibles. And Disney has its claws all over everything. So it's a tough one and it could go either way. I think, and I may be just putting my heart on my sleeve here, but I think when the dust settles, Spider-Man wins the day. But I'm not going to be surprised whatsoever if Incredibles 2 does win, though I don't think that it should do. In the best foreign language film, the nominees were Capernaum from Lebanon, Cold War from Poland, Never Look Away from Germany, Roma from Mexico, and Shoplifters from Japan. Now this is lauded as one of the more nailed-on categories in terms of the winner. For me, Shoplifters should be winning this. That is a powerful and emotional movie from Hirokatsu Kurida. And it took home the Palm Door from Cannes. So it has that going for it. It is by far the best foreign language film. Or as most people in the world like to call it, film. In the world, foreign language, whatever. It's still a film. Uh, anyway, however, Roma is almost certainly, without doubt, definitely, absolutely going to take home this, this award. Uh, probably win the first of maybe many on the night. But uh, Roma's got this one in the bag. As much as I'd like to see Shoplifters win, Roma has it. For best visual effects, we have Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. And this is a tougher one, 
for me, but it contains the usual suspects. You get your comic book movie and a Star Wars movie. They're always in there. Kind of almost like a token <laughs> gesture now. Uh, but I do think that the the uh, visuals in Solo were fabulous. But uh, I think I think Christopher Robin should win as the effects and the animation were near flawless. I wasn't overly keen on the film, but that doesn't matter because seeing Pooh, Piglet, Roo, Kanga, Eeyore and all of my old pals up there, it they looked real. They looked like they were actually there. However, I've got a feeling Ready Player One might take the statue despite being a big old CGI mess. First Man doesn't possess enough for me. And Avengers Infinity War... If, if it, it will be Infinity War or Ready Player One. Now I say it, I think it could be Infinity War, but I'm going to stick to my guns and go Ready Player One because it's got the Spielberg effects. But I'm sure if Thanos could uh, snap his fingers and get rid of half of the nominations, they may have an even better chance. Nope, still there. Uh, costume design. Uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther... The favourites, Mary Poppins Returns and Mary Queen of Scots make up the nominations. Two films that start with the word and name Mary. Uh, it's a fine selection of nominations here. And to be fair, all of them probably deserve it. Everyone's a winner. Let's give them all a medal. Yes. Um, personally, I thought the Nutcracker on the Four Realms might have been on the list. Uh, even though the movie was pap. But it's not. And to be honest, what are you going to take off to make way for that film? I'd like to see the Ballad of Buster Scruggs win the trophy. Just for the uh, sheer breadth of costumes that span that mega film. But I believe the favourite is going to win. Uh, favourite in name and favourite in nature. As much as I wasn't impressed with that flick. Yes, I didn't like the favourite all that much. It certainly looked impressive costume wise. It's no denying that. It was, a, it was a joy to look at. Black Panther as well had some stunning looking get ups. So this really was a tough category to settle on. But I'm going for the favourites here. In makeup and hair, Border, Mary Queen of Scots, and Vice make up the nominations, and only three nominations in the Suicide Squad category. I'd have Suspiria in there, but they didn't ask me, so but yeah, nice, thanks. Awesome guys. <laughs> uh, it's pretty simple here. As much as Mary's Queen of Scots looked awesome, it's Vice for me, and it's Vice is gonna win overall, so uh double whammy there. I think Vice and I think the Academy will think so too. Uh, now for original song, which is one I always... Uh, the, I love music in films, whether it's the soundtrack or the score. So I love these musical awards. So for the original song, All the Stars from Black Panther by Kendrick Lamar. I Will Fight from RBG by Diane Warren. She's there again. And Jennifer Hudson. The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns by Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. Shallow from A Star Is Born, Lady Gaga. Uh, and When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs by Willie Watson and Tim Blake Nelson. Some awesome choices there. And whilst I'd love When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings to triumph, I'm pretty confident Shallow and Lady Gaga will be standing up there with the recipient of the award. Hopefully nobody stands next to her pissing their pants, but I don't think they will this time. That's why we have a live stream as well. Cut that bit out, guys. But Shallow, it is fairly simple. I think Shallow's going to win this and Gaga's going to take that. Now, for original score, we had uh, Black Klansman, the Terence Blanchard, Black Panther, Ludwig Göransson, If Beale Street Could Talk, Nicholas Brattel, Isle of Dogs, Alexandre Desplat, and Mary Poppins Returns for Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. Now, the real winner isn't actually on this list. Justin Hurwitz's score for First Man was out of this world. I've just realised I've just done a space pun for a space film. <laughs> no, there was no pun intended. But somehow it's not even nominated. That score 
blew my balls off. And it's every, it, it just when you listen to it without the film, it's majestic. And that's how I know, for me, that's what I'm when I know a score is something special. When I can when I can absorb it whilst watching the film, but when it takes on a new level when I'm not watching it. Also, Ben Salisbury and Jeff Barrow received no love for the great work that they did on Annihilation, so they can probably feel a bit peeved as well. So, from what we do have, which is face isn't a bad lineup, I'd like to see Black Klansman win because that was a killer score. However, I believe that Nicholas Patel and If Bill Street Could Talk are going to take the original score for this year. Moving on to production design, the nominations were Black Panther, First Man, The Favourites, Mary Poppins Returns and Roma. Um, I'd love to see Black Panther walk away with the win here because the overall visual and the production were excellent. Visual effects, mind, not so, not so great, but I'm fairly confident the favourite is mm, favourite for this one. There's that old favourite. How many times we get the word favourite and that joke in there? In there but I'm fairly confident the favourite is going to take this one, despite me uh, wanting to see Black Panther winning this one. Back onto the sound. Sound mixing. Best sound mixing. Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, and A Star is Born. Probably no surprises in those five there. And when watching First Man, I was astounded at how awesome the sound was. Every scrape of metal, every moment of ship and atmosphere colliding, and the more subtle moments combined to create such a great experience, even if the movie itself wasn't the success that I wanted it to be. But from the five on offer, I'm pretty sure Star is Born will win a movie that also had extremely good sound mixing. So I think A Star is Born will win sound mixing. But I'd like First Man to take it. In terms of sound editing, we've got Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, A Quiet Place taking uh, A Star is Born's place in this one, and Roma. So uh, with the Gargar Cooper flick out of the way, see you later, Star. Uh, First Man should and will win this. Uh, though A Quiet Place does have a big chance of quietly sneaking in and taking the day. I, I'm going to go for first man here. What's that big alien doing over there? Okay, I'll keep quiet. Okay, they're gone. Film editing. <clears throat> Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, The Favourite and Vice make up our choices here. And I would have chosen Roma for this. However, no can do as it wasn't nominated. Nor was First Man or A Star Is Born, which comes as a surprise to moi. Uh, however, in that case, though, my pick would be Black Klansman. But I've got a feeling that Vice is going to take this. Uh, I wasn't overly sold on the big short-esque method of editing. But when it did work, it was very effective. And Vice seems to be getting a fair bit of love this Academy, uh, this award season. Certainly in his nomination. So I'd like to see Black Klansman win. But I think Vice is going to win. Another one which always piques my interest. Because I just uh, is cinematography. I love nothing more than when you watch a film on the big screen or on your television or on your tablet or on your iPod watch, whatever they're called. And you just see a scene and it just makes you stop and just think, whoa, holy mother of God, this looks beautiful. Cinematography for me is is something which my eye is trained on. I look for those images which I could see framed on my wall. And this is one which I'm always excited for. So what do we have here? We have Cold War and Lucas Zoll, The Favourite and Robbie Ryan, Never Look Away, Caleb Deschanel, Roma, Alfonso Cuaron, and A Star Is Born from Matthew Libertique. And I think it's fair to say, uh, with 
all best interests that never look away is the big winner here. Now, I hadn't heard much buzz for its inclusion in this category. So, well done to Caleb Deschanel, you know, for getting that nomination. And I'm pretty sure they toasted hard into the night of that one. So, who knows? They could take the win here. It was a lovely looking film. But I hadn't expected it just to uh, creep in. But what do I know? Well done. More power to you guys. First man had a shot, but no luck. And I had heard whispers in the grapevine that the rider was making a late charge. Again, no pun for inclusion here but nevertheless they didn't get in but this one's a simple one for me uh, I'd pick Roma to win and I imagine and I'm pretty sure the academy are going to as well so Roma I believe will take cinematography for this year and again whilst my thoughts on the film are different to others there's no denying it was a super, it was a astonishingly beautiful looking film now we're getting into the writing categories and original screenplay the favourites for Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara. First reformed, Paul Schrader. Green Book, Nick Vallelonga, Brian Curry and Peter Farrelly. Roma for Alfonso Cuaron and Vice, Adam McKay. Bo Burnham's excellent 8th grade misses out surprisingly here. As does A Quiet Place. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> Though that had been getting some buzz, but still. <laughs> and, and the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. First reformed is my pick for this. Give Paul Schrader that bloody Oscar. Even though he's produced some and directed some absolute arse in his time, he is without a doubt an astonishingly good screenwriter. First reformed was a scintillatingly good piece of cinema. But alas, I do believe the favourite is going to steal the statue against all of my better wishes. Uh, with no, without the controversy, I may even have gone for Green Book, but I think the favourite is going to win over first reformed here. And over to adapted screenplay, we have Ballad of Buster Scrag from the Coen Brothers, Black Klansman for Charlie Wapdell, David Rabinowitz, Kevin Wilmot and Spike Lee. Can you ever forgive me? Nicole Holofcener and Jeff Whitty. If Beale Street could talk, Barry Jenkins, A Star is Born, Eric Roth, Bradley Cooper and Will Fetters. Um, now, if Black Klansman doesn't win this, the Academy needs to check themselves as it's head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, okay, not head and shoulders, but it is the best. That said, I do believe it's going to win, so Academy, you are safe. For now, but <laughs> you're safe. So Black Klansman, I think, should win, and I think will win. Uh, now, ooh, Best Director is coming up next. And this one always stirs up some controversy as well, for better or worse. And our five choices now are Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Pavel Pavlikowski for Cold War, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favourites, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, and Adam McKay for Vice. Uh, Bradley Cooper is the one to miss out here. The snub of this category, the internet is telling me. Uh, you could also probably throw Ryan Coogler and Barry Jenkins in there too, but there is only five places up for grabs. As with before, Spike Lee and Black Klansman should be winning this. It was the best directed film of last year. However, as absurd as it may be, Alfonso Cuaron and Roma will win this. Nothing against Cuaron. In fact, I'm a big advocate of his work. I, I'm a huge fan of his uh, movies. But in this lineup, Spike Lee should win for me. But he won't. Moving on to Best Supporting Actress. Ooh, the lineup: Amy Adams for Vice, Marina de Tavira for Roma, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone for The Favourite, and Rachel Vice for The Favourite. It's a strong lineup uh, that makes up this category, and I don't think there's a clear favourite. Uh, there's been a huge joy at the inclusion of de Tavira, 
Uh, and I wasn't sure that Vice would get in, to be fair, because personally I'd have Claire Foy ahead of her for first man. Uh, and I'd probably have Claire Foy winning for first man because I think she was the absolute glue that held that film together. But she's not even in the bloody nominations list. So uh, in that case, uh, I'd like to see Amy, Amy Adams win because I thought her performance in Vice was very good. Plus it'll also keep the rest of the internet quiet who are begging for her to win something uh, from the Oscars one day. But I'm thinking Emma Stone or uh, Detta Vera might win. But if you're going to ask me to choose now, I'm saying Emma Stone's going to win. But that uh, this is probably the one I'm least confident on. Marina de Tavira, her inclusion makes me think she's going to have a high chance of winning. But Emma Stone was very good in the favourite. I think she was a. Uh, I think she was excellent in the favourite. So I'm going to plump for Emma Stone to take her second Oscar home. So moving on to best supporting actor, our lineup is Mahershala Ali for Green Book. Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell for Vice. And it's another stupidly tough category. I had Michael B. Jordan pegged for a nom for his role in Black Panther. Others had Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Boy. Uh, all five nominated have a great shout at winning. Uh, and though I have previously ex- expressed doubt of whether Sam Elliott had done enough, but he's in there. Not because I don't think he was good, but... I wasn't necessarily blown into the stratosphere by his performance, but enough people were. I loved Sam Rockwell was President W, and the Kylo Ren being up there for a nomination is excellent, because I think Adam Driver was a marvellous actor. Go and watch things like Patterson, Logan Lucky, Silence. I mean, he's even in those Star Wars films, he just lends that air of quality to the acting. He really is a marvellous actor. Uh, but I'd like to see Mahershala Ali win for Green Book, as he seems to be picking up the award elsewhere. And uh, again, as much as I'd like to see Adam Driver win the Oscar, I think Mahershala Ali will win it. So he's my pick for my choice, and I think the Academy may just plump for Mahershala Ali to take it for Green Book. Moving into the leading categories. Lead actress. Here we go. Yalitza Aparicio for Roma. Glenn Close for The Wife. Olivia Coleman, the favourite, Lady Gaga, A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me. <sighs> the amount of stunning performances this year really did make this a tough category to call. My vote was for Toni Collette in Hereditary, and she didn't even make the list. Viola Davis was a hurricane in Widows. Emily Blunt was tipped for Glory too, but not uh, for Mary Poppins Returns, but neither are here. I mean, Glenn Close took home the Golden Globe and who would bet against her winning Oscar gold? It, all five were outstanding in their role. And whilst I'd love to see Aparicio win or Melissa McCarthy win, this is her second nomination. And uh, probably fair to say her first real actor nomination. She was excellent in Bridesmaids, but she's a different level in Can You Earth Forgive Me? So as much as I'd like to see her or Aparicio win... I think Glenn Close's name is all over this award. I think she's taking the taking the award. Uh, Olivia Coleman is obviously probably her closest contender, but I think Glenn Close has this one. In the lead actor category, we have Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen in Green Book. And despite a career-best performance, Ethan Hawke somehow finds himself nowhere near the nomination. So work that one out if you can. 
the glorious Willem Dafoe is the surprise inclusion here, I'd say. Um, and I would love to see Viggo Mortensen take the award. However, again, with the controversy surrounding the movie, I think his chances are gone, which does open up that debate art from the artist, blah, blah, blah. And it seems to be a very touchy subject in a minute, but I'd like to see Viggo Mortensen take the award. He's not going to now. I expect Christian Bale to take the win. I fully expect Christian Bale to take it home. Rami Malek has been picking up awards left, right and centre for his portrayers, Freddie Mercury, who, and he was excellent. Apart from those strange teeth in the first half of the film, he looked a lot more comfortable in the second half, but it's, this is Christian Bale's award to lose, I think. Bale's going to cement his his place as one of the best actors of this last few decades, I think. And finally, best picture. Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. The big one. The one we all remember and spend days, weeks, months, and years arguing over furiously. Best picture. With ten possible slots, the Academy has gone for eight because they're fools. (laughs) My film of the year, First Reformed, missed out which is scandalous, as did Cold War, Widows, if Beale Street could talk, and if you want to chuck some outsiders in, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns. Now, the list is strong, and I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers here, but I question whether Black Panther is a better movie than those that I've listed, in terms of the movie itself. In terms of what it's done, the doors it's open, that, I mean... Give it every award possible for that, because goddamn was it an important film, and about time it was recognised in those circles. However, was it one of the top eight films of the? If was it one of the top ten films of the year? Possibly, top eight. I'm not sure, but this has come from someone who loved Black Panther. But I'm just surprised that it's sitting at the top table, top ten maybe. Whittling it down to top eight, I, I would have put a couple ahead of it to be honest, but. That's just me being completely honest. The same could be said for Bohemian Rhapsody 2. It didn't score well with critics. Fans loved it and I had a great time with it. Again, it just proves to the rest of the world that the British rock harder than anybody else. But these are our final eight. So for me, I want Green Book to win because I thought that movie was awesome. For the last time, well maybe not for the last time, but the here comes the broken record. The controversy around it has probably destroyed its chances it's had what one two three off the top of my head that i can think of which would damage any film so i think its chances may have gone but it has been picking up the best picture awards elsewhere so i'm not counting that up just yet for me i would want that to win based on the quality of the film that or black Klansman, which blew my ass away i loved that film so much last year however if Roma doesn't end up winning Best Picture, I will be astounded. I think it's now it's in there, it's going to be nailed on. Could it? Would would it be the first film to win Best Foreign Film and Best Picture? Somebody out there, let me know. I think it might be. I'm sure it would be. But hell, it, Roma's going to win it. If if that doesn't win, it's going to a Star Is Born. But Bradley Cooper not being on the director's shortlist. Make uh, same with Peter Farrelly hampers those chances slightly will it can it do an argo i don't know who will who knows but if roma doesn't win i think it will be going to a star is born and while the list could be stronger it's still a very good final lineup for the main award 
even though First Reformed has been absolutely snubbed. So, I mean, there are the nominations with my picks and who I think is going to win. First off, who were the real, the really big losers here? Well, Paddington 2, Suspiria, 8th Grade, Hereditary and Widows received absolutely nothing. No love, no nominations from the Academy. Suspiria, for me, could have been in for makeup and hair. I mean, Tom York's awesome score wasn't even acknowledged. And potentially production and costume design too. 8th Grade could have, should have had a nod for original screenplay. And Elsie Fisher was wonderful in the lead role as an outsider for that nomination. Tony Collette not being nominated for Hereditary makes me question the Academy voters and their shared brain cells. It could have also been up for original screenplay and film editing too. But as we know, it's a horror film, so it's not going to get any love. Well, things like The Exorcist woo, and Get Out are your kind of uh, exceptions nowadays. But And Widows had a massive shout for Viola Davis as lead actress. Uh, could have also landed in the director nominations. Any number of supporting actresses or actors, adapted screenplay, film editing, best picture. <sighs> the list goes on. I think we'll be debating that one for a, a little while to come. So what is the story? What is the overall story now leading into the 91st Academy Awards, which are coming in about a month's time? A star is born missed out on a few nominations that it seemed destined for, namely director and editing. Black Panther became the first comic book movie ever to be nominated for Best Picture. And with uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse getting the animation nomination too, it's been a good year for comic book movies. Plus, of course, Infinity War taking $2.18 billion at the box office. But it's just a, it's just a sh- sad shame that Stan Lee isn't around to see such a big, momentous occasion. But Black Panther, Black Panther sorry, ended up with seven nominations. So what an achievement for Ryan Klugler and the team and Marvel, Kevin Feige. So whilst I have been sceptical about his nomination for Best Picture, it's in there. So absolutely hats off to them all. Uh, in the documentary category, Mr. Rogers, the Mr. Rogers flick, Don't Won't You Be My Neighbour, wasn't even nominated. And that was most people's favourite for, for the win. So I'd imagine RBG's going to take that now. Um, all free solo. But Mr. Rogers, um, Won't You Be My Neighbour... It's nowhere near the nominations. Uh, Emily Blunt was tipped for gold, but received no nominations despite big performances in Mary Poppins Returns and A Quiet Place. Uh, and A Quiet Place is another film which didn't really receive all that much love, though. No, I mean, there wasn't a huge clamour for John Krasinski to win Best Actor or anything like that. Possibly for Best Director. Who knows? Maybe he could have got in there. That's another one. Would it, was it snubbed? Maybe, maybe not. Good film still. Uh, Glenn Close is in pole position to take home her first Oscar uh, for The Wife after six previous nominations. Netflix can be very, 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 very happy. Numerous nods for The Ballad of Buster Scruggs and Roman nabbed ten nominations, including the uh, streaming giants first for Best Picture. And to be fair, who's going to bet against them taking that nomination, that that award home, sorry. Uh, The Favourite also took ten nominations, so... uh, I'm sure they're going to be very, very happy over there in the Lanthimos household. Uh, female filmmakers were largely overlooked. Mario Heller's Can You Ever Forgive Me did receive three nods. However, that's pretty much where the story ends for this year. So, uh, yeah, maybe maybe next year we can uh, expand slightly. But despite the controversy, Green Book still nabbed some big awards. And after snaring the big prize from the Producers Guild of America... It is still in with a shout of winning Best Picture, so 
that's kind of your big takeaways from the Academy Awards this year. Uh, and ooh, just call me guys, uh, and I'll host the Oscars this year. I'm waiting. I'm cheap. I'm you know, just give me a call. I'll do it for you. I'll be the best you've ever had. Probably, maybe, maybe not. But <laughs> to give me a call anyway. But that is that for this Oscar nomination episode of The Back Row. If you disagree or disagree, just let me know. Drop me a line and let's talk some film. Uh, I will be back uh, after the Oscars as well to see firstly how many of my choices uh, from tonight actually won and just to discuss the award ceremony in full, hopefully for the right reads as well. So if you want to find me to talk some film, uh, you can find me at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk, uh, what I watch tonight across the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, and every pod in the stable can be found at all good podcast providers. If you like what you're hearing, just please rate us and review us on iTunes. It really helps the show. Uh, and share it with the people you know, fellow film fans. It's great to talk film with all of you. So that's why I'm here, to share my experiences, my fun and my passion with you guys. And equally, you give it back. So I'm so grateful for that. But until next time, thank you for listening. And see you. <laughs>